So how do you get yourself to just do it? To like stop thinking that it has to be the perfect time, to stop thinking that your product is amazing, to just like actually pulling the trigger. How do you get over that hump? You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where you're not only going to get tactical advice that you can implement, so that way you can start getting those sales every single day and have a whole bunch of people thanking you for selling them things, but also make sure that you have the gumption, the determination, and honestly, the mindset to be able to actually hit send and to tell people about your stuff, because you're going to have to do it more than once. So let's get to it. Oh, welcome back my Do The Brave Thing Home Slices. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And if you are looking to repel your audience and your profits in 2024, you're tired of only speaking to about 100 people and maybe you kind of just want to have your first five-figure launch, then definitely head on over to katedoster.com forward slash list where you can watch the brand new list bliss class that is talking about how you can leverage bundles to grow your business, your profits, and honestly, your notoriety online. And yes, we are talking about doing some bundle math. Like how much money can you actually make with a paid bundle? What's the difference between a free and a paid one? And what one should you do first? So you can head on over to katedoster.com forward slash list right now to go ahead and watch that training. Of course, there is a link in the show notes. So this week's question is actually not one that was submitted over at katedoster.com forward slash ask A-S-K. There'll be a link to that in the show notes. This is actually one that got asked on a live panel discussion that I was doing for the Rebel Boss Summit that just took place. And the theme of the summit, in case you guys didn't go, was all like launching your digital product in 2024. Eden does an amazing job. I will do every event that she has. I'm an Eden stand forever. I heart her so much. If you guys have been around here, you've heard me just gush on and on and on about her and her events. So this particular question, like we had a bunch of them and I love this one. And I'm going to be butchering it slightly Uh, but the gist of the question was, how do you get yourself to just do it? Like, I know that I should be launching a product, but I keep on looking for the perfect time of the year to do it for my product to be perfect. And I just can't pull the trigger. How do you get over the hump and just do it? So I thought this was an absolutely perfect question for us to tackle here on the do the brave thing. And we're going to be tackling more mindset, sort of productivity, like courage stuff again in the new year as well. I really want to lean into those topics because I love them. Maybe you have a little bit of manifestation stuff as well, because like we say in the intro of the show, we need tactical, but we also need to make sure that we're doing everything in our energy, in our power and in our vibes to make sure that these things actually occur. Like you need both action in the metaphysical and in the physical to make this occur. And so I wanted to rip on this question because I think that it is something that everyone struggles with, whether it is launching a brand new product, whether it's sending a sales email about something that you've already created, maybe it's sending sending like a second sales email in a day about something that you've got going on. But how do you get up the courage and how do you get over this whole fear of launching? And I think the very, very first thing that you need to do, and this is so pivotal, you need to separate your self-worth and your being and your whole success as a human being around this launch or around this product or around this email or around this reel, because this is just like, in general, how do we get ourselves to do stuff, right? And I think that what ends up happening, especially if we have personal brands, uh, like again, my name is literally the name of the business, right? So if Kate Doster runs a Black Friday promotion and I don't get as many sales, like is Kate Doster a failure? Absolutely not. And so I think that we need to 
to rearrange this and to just sort of like blow up that energy and like I don't want that around me. Like how my business does doesn't technically have any reflection on myself as a person, my value as a person, my self-worth as a person. Am I allowed to be a little bit sad if things don't quite go the way that I would have loved them to go? Then yes. And so we need to set some expectations around this first launch. And I think that everyone wants it to be like perfect. You hear those random stories that people have like the first ever launch and it's like six figures or seven figures. It used to be like way back in the day. That was like somebody's bragging story. Like I made a million dollars my first launch ever. What like she failed to tell you, unless you've been around her for a while, is that it wasn't and straight up she lied. She had like three other businesses. She just rebranded into a new business name and oh mysteriously. Like, of course, you've been doing this a lot for a lot of different industries. So I look at it up in my soapbox about that thing. So we need to realize that the only purpose, especially of this first launch, and again about it like being perfect, is that what makes it perfect is you actually doing it. <laughs> Like literally that is the victory. Do we want sales? Yes. Do we want to be able to help people? Yes. Do we want people thanking us for like pre-launch content? And we're going to talk about that in a second as well. Yes, obviously, because we're a business owner, right? We're here to make money, but we need to see our first launch as practice. No one expects you to pick up the tuba and immediately be able to make it sound utterly amazing. No, you practice an instrument. That's how you get better at it. And especially if your audience is tiny. You're going to think, oh my God, I'm going to alienate them. People are just never going to buy from me ever again if I launch and blah, blah, blah. And this needs to be perfect. You're not going to alienate people. People are still going to buy from you. People will buy in the next launch or the next launch or the next launch. Like you don't know. Okay. I think there's that weird statistic that people need to hear something like nine times before they're actually buy. Like just like in general, to put this in perspective, McDonald's is still doing commercials, even though everyone knows McDonald's, everyone's heard of McDonald's, chances are you're not going to forget about McDonald's, but they want to make sure that McDonald's gets to be top of mind, okay? And no one is like, I mean, we're annoyed because like there's ads on our YouTube videos, but like no one's like, oh my God, McDonald's again, right? Not usually, not usually. So again, we need to one, separate our own self-worth and our own self-value from this launch, from this email, from this reel, right? Anything that we're nervous about showing other people truly is what we're talking about here. So we need to remove ourselves from that. We need to take the pressure off of it to be like this big thing that's going to change absolutely everything. No email is going to make a business. No email is going to break a business, right? I mean, maybe if you call everyone a bunch of like slander words, then yeah, you deserve it. You deserve to be canceled and you're the absolute worst. But if you're listening to the show, you're not like that, okay? Like you're cool. So we don't have to worry about that. So we need to see this first launch as purely practice. Can you have expectations of how many people you want to have buy this? 100%. I think that you should have a doable goal. I think that you should have one that's a little bit of a stretch. And then I think that we should have the wildest dreams. And I always love going for the wildest dreams, not to set myself up for disappointment, because then it gives me room and energy to be like, okay, if I was going for this wildest dreams thing, like, like what would kind of happen, right? And so that can give you some fun things to be able to incorporate. The other thing that I wanted to bring up with and on this call, and we talked about it, is that I think because everyone is in the online business space, whether their you know product or niche is consumer facing or not, right? You see these big launches by the Amy Porterfields, by the B schools, by like the I forgot the guy with the membership, right? Um, and the other guy that's for like that business course, right? And they've got like a million affiliates. They have the three-part video series. They have the webinars. They have the challenges. They have the private podcast. They literally have like six months of strategically planned or like three months of strategically planned, like free podcasts, free podcast episodes, free emails, all this sort of stuff. And you feel like your first launch needs to have all these bells and whistles. It 1,000% does it. Does not need to have it. 
to launch your thing, you literally just need a way for people to pay you. You could technically get away with not even having a sales page. You could just write an email that's got the details of here are the things you're going to be able to avoid. Here's how I'm going to help you. Here's some deliverables. This is what's going on. I know people that will launch with a Google Doc. We had a group coaching program and it was literally just like word of mouth. I'm just like, hey guys, I got this. Like, hey, reply if you want to know more details. And then I actually sent everyone a personalized Loom video going over the things that we would go and how it's going to work and why it's structured the way that it is. So you don't need all of these bells and whistles. You do not need a three month lead up to be able to have a giant launch. Tell people that it's open, <laughs> right? Like that can be an Instagram story. That can be an Instagram live. That can be an email. That can be a blog post. That can be a podcast. Granted, if you have all these mediums, I would definitely talk about them on all the mediums. But like that, that's it. Okay. So stop trying to add all these things to your plates. Again, like with the tube, we talked about how you're not just going to be perfect the first time. You're not just going to shove a kid on a two wheeler and have them go down a hill. Like that's not the way this works. You need to have some training wheels. So you are allowed to practice and to look at. And here's the thing with launches too. After you do that first one, maybe it's just like email only and your launch can literally be like three, four emails. That's it, right? And one, and two emails can be on the last day if you're going to like close a cart or if you're going to do a price increase because say this is like a beta launch or a special discount. Again, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be this complicated. You can literally say, you know what, like, oh, I want to launch this thing. I know that I'll never get around to it. I'm going to launch it next week. This week's email is literally just like, hey, next week, if you've been struggling with A, B, C, and D. Keep an eye out. I got something to help you for. So she also mentioned about like timing, like when's the best time to launch. I wouldn't particularly launch anything the week of Christmas, if I'm being completely honest, especially if you are dealing with moms because they're busy. They're not in their inboxes. They just might not be thinking of this. Um, not that I want anyone to hold up and wait till January because I don't think that they'll actually necessarily do it. And sometimes you just need to do it. Sometimes you might be like, you know what? I know I'm not going to get a lot of eyeballs in December, but like, I just need to get this thing out. So that way, like my first launch is under my belt and now I can do better and improve. So that's about it. Like when it comes like, when is like the most perfect time to launch now, yesterday, tomorrow, <laughs> it's really, really where we're getting at. I don't want you to be like, Oh man, like it's December. You guys are listening to this in real time. Like I'm going to launch in March. No, like if you want to add more bells and whistles in March, you can. But you can do it. We call it a soft launch. Call it a mini launch. You can call it a flash sale in your head. Sometimes, like I said, we're really going to be stepping into a lot more like mindset and reframing stuff in the new year because I think that this is just so, so important for people. Like rename it something. Oh, I'm not like launching my digital product. I'm just telling people about it. Or I'm running a flash sale. Or I'm going to run a promotion. Like that's it, right? And so the handful of emails, you want to send more than one because not everyone is going to see your email and don't be a jerk. And be like, haha, just because you didn't check your email on Tuesday means you're never going to know about this thing that can actually help you a lot. And especially if you have extra incentives, like you're not going to tell them about their incentives, really. Like, really, dude? So make sure that you go ahead and do it. So the perfect time to launch is right now. Whenever you are listening to this, literally just do it. You need a way for people to be able to pay you. That's about it. That is about it. Obviously, you want to be able to tell people what's involved. So you could do a pre-selling. Possibly you've already had this thing sitting on your computer forever and you've been like nitpicking it or nitpicking the videos or just thinking there's not enough. Here's the thing. You can launch version 1.0. Every single course, every single thing that I have produced has always ended up with a rebrand, a 1.0 version, a 2.0 version, a 3.0 version. We're doing a massive overhaul of collaboration passion and it's already amazing, but we decided to do two different branches. So that's going to be coming out next year. Like you are allowed to add and to update and to change 
things about your digital product. So even the digital product, quote unquote, does not need to be perfect. And say you do, you go ahead, you're like, you know what? This has nothing to do with my self-worth. I'm reframing that I am just practicing at selling. You are always keeping in mind that you are obsessed with your audience's success and you just get so excited for the things that they're going to be able to do, accomplish, to feel better about, whether it is their living room and now looks gorgeous and they don't feel nervous when holiday company is coming in, whether it is that they're finally able to keep plans alive or whether it is they are finally going to be able to master Facebook ads and actually get some leads. Okay. I am so obsessed with seeing the things that my students can do and how much their lives are going to be better. Even like, but Kate, like I just sell digital patterns for cricket. Do you know the joy that crafting brings somebody? Don't be a dick and hold people away from their joy. That's right. I'm flipping it around because I know most of you are people pleasers. Don't be a jerk. Put it out there. Tell people about it. I guarantee you there are people that want to pay you money. There are people that are very into this sort of stuff and they're just waiting around for you to launch. So I hope that is the kick in the booty that you need to be able to go ahead and launch. Again, don't do fancy. Keep it really simple. The next time that you launch, you can add in different things to see if you like it. On the call, we had another online business owner and she tried a webinar launch and she hated it and her sales reflected it. Meanwhile, she had done an email only launch because she was really, you know, she loves writing and she likes the simplicity of it. And it was a bang and launch. It went so ridiculously well for her. some people like doing live challenges. Again, you don't need all the Amy Porterfield style bells and whistles, y'all. You just need to tell people like, I know you're struggling with this. Here's why things aren't working out. This is why I have this in this program. Here's what we're going to be able to do. Here's after. And it's great. Again, what makes it different and why now? Basic, basic stuff. And again, remember, you are not your business. You're not a failure. And the launches aren't failures. Can you not hit your goals? Yes, but it gives you so much data, so much practice. And even if it does not go well, now that you've done it before, you've ripped off the band-aid. So now you're not necessarily scared. Now it's like, oh, attack this better for next time. Hot damn. And I will see you all next week. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.